Hey queen, welcome to the Sam Altieri Show. This is your host, Sam, and here we are all about self-growth, confidence, and becoming your most authentic and unstoppable self. Maybe you're like me and have ADHD, or maybe you're just super multi-passionate, but either way, you are driven, determined, and you know you are destined for more. So grab your headphones, get outside, and press play for a combo of tough love, personal stories, and practical tips to help you take messy action towards a life that lights you up. It's time to create some magic. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited to be here with you. As we are speaking right now, I am looking at a beautiful mountainy landscape and I just want to paint the picture for you so that you can feel like you're in the mountains with me. Being able to look at both the mountains and water is such a dream and I hope that you are in a place right now where you feel at home because damn does it really make a huge difference. Your environment makes such a big difference. So today's episode is going to be all about something that you may have not heard about maybe it is something that you have heard about um but i know that you are going to be able to relate to some of the things that i am sharing um, because this has been my journey over the past probably 30 years like it sounds really crazy to say that because i'm 31 um but It is my belief that most women experience this and it is just so real. And when we don't have a name for it and we don't actually understand where it comes from, um, it can be really confusing and we don't actually know how to uh, get out of our own way. Um, And this has been coming up a lot for my clients. And so I always know that when things are coming up for my clients, things are coming up even for me too. I I often get like a reminder or a way that something shows up. I know that it is time to podcast on it and share the insights with you um, because it just is, you know? So before we dive in, I want to remind you that Unstoppable University, which is my incredible, if I do say so myself, confidence course, and it is a combination of confidence and healing But this program is going to be launching in the fall. So if you're not already on the wait list, I highly suggest it. Um, This is going to help you heal the past, let go of the past, let go of any shame, guilt, worry, fear that is holding you back or sabotaging you. And it is going to give you the tools to step into your power, into your potential, into your purpose. Uh, The results that the women that have already gone through this program are incredible. Just wait until you see them. So if you have been wanting a program that's actually going to guide you from a place of feeling stuck or repeating patterns that are no longer serving you into a place of empowerment and healing and confidence and just such deep self-awareness and connection to your authentic self, then this program is going to be for you. I am so excited to launch it in the fall. Oh my God can't even get over it so the link for that is going to be in the show notes or you can just head over to my website it's uh, www.balancewithsam.com slash you you waitlist and you can get yourself on the list okay so you may be wondering well sam okay cool i just want to know tell me what it is that you're actually talking about tell me what this 
thing is, you know, I kind of, I kind of led you on and didn't tell you actually what it is that we're going to be talking about today, but it is what is called the fawn trauma response. And before you were like, oh no, I don't have trauma. Like this isn't me. I want you to hear me out. I want you to listen to how this shows up and what this looks like in real life, in relationships, in relationship with your body, with your career, with your life, with your uh, people in your life, all of it. And see if this sounds like you. And man, I feel like this unlocked such a big part of healing in my journey because this and one other thing which i'll be doing a podcast on was the actual root of all of my air quotes issues it was the root of all of my problems like all of the reasons why i couldn't say no all of the reasons why i couldn't set boundaries all of the reasons why i didn't trust myself all of the reasons why i was so consumed with what other people thought right this is what's called the fawn trauma response so i'm just gonna like list off signs that you are in the fawn trauma response and i want to just be clear when i say the word trauma keep in mind that trauma is not always big t trauma as in maybe sexual abuse right or like this big catastrophic thing which is very real trauma can also look like childhood emotional neglect trauma can also look like feeling like you didn't fit in your entire life and always feeling like there was chronically something wrong with you okay so trauma shows up differently in everyone but everyone has trauma whether you know it or not whether you want to acknowledge it or not it is the truth everyone has stuff right everyone has baggage everyone has things that if we don't heal they basically run the show subconsciously and it's no wonder why you can't step into your potential or your power or your confidence because you are living in these unconscious patterns that's what trauma is right so i'm gonna make uh, i'm gonna list off like i said what the trauma response of the fawn kind of like the baby deer right the fawn what it looks like and then um you can decide if this is you or not okay so the first thing let's just say on this checklist for the fallen trauma response is people pleasing um this is a pretty basic one i'm sure you know what people pleasing is but it's basically abandoning abandoning yourself and pleasing others so this could be this could look like saying yes when you really mean no um this could look like doing things so that other people are happy but it ends up hurting you right that is people pleasing okay so that's number one number two is not trusting yourself this is a theme that really shows up so much in the work I do with my clients. Um, Not trusting yourself is a really, really common one. And it also looks like not being connected to your intuition. Like you just, you don't trust yourself. You need other people to validate you. Um, You need other people to help you make decisions. Like this could be as small as when you go out to a restaurant and you like don't order until other people order to see what they're getting, right? Or it could be a bigger thing, like making a decision to, um, I don't know, work with a coach or something and you don't trust yourself to make the investment back or you don't trust yourself to show up and do the work, okay? Number three is avoiding conflict. You avoid hard conversations. You avoid um, tough scenarios. You avoid conflict. You don't want to deal with conflict, okay? Number four is you're scared to say no. (sighs) 
you're scared to set boundaries. You say yes, but you really mean no. And this causes frustration. This causes internal kind of chaos because what you want and what you are saying aren't the same. And so you're actually giving the universe mist mixed messages about what you deserve and what you desire and the universe can't give you what you want if you don't own what you want right number five is being the nice girl all of the time i recently did a podcast episode on being the good girl or the nice girl and how that is completely fucking you over Um, but that's how we are conditioned typically as little kids to be the nice girl right to be quiet to to settle down to shut up to stay in the corner to you know just be nice just be good right when in actuality that's actually dimming a huge part of our personality and, and a part of the way that we show up authentically in life Okay, number six is you feel guilty about setting boundaries. So this is a big one. I see so many women with this, whether it's like I've had clients in their businesses, like where they basically say like, they're like, they're just letting things happen. But meanwhile, they're losing their mind. Like they go home and they freak out and they're like, oh my God, this thing is so annoying. It's frustrating or they're complaining about it, but they're not actually taking active action to change. But they feel guilty they feel so guilty to set the boundary they're so scared to set the boundary or to say no that they end up doing themselves harm all right um number seven is disassociating from your body so this basically means that you're not living in your body you're living in your head you're always overthinking you're always in your mind um and this can really really mess you up um because you're so basically you're so in the fear instead of actually in your present life, right? Living in your mind is a recipe for anxiety. Living in your body, living in the present moment is the best thing that you can do for yourself. And I can say from experience, this is something I'm still working on, but it is something that the more that we live in the present moment and we truly anchor into how beautiful life is, we get out of our head. We actually can be in our body, right? And we we can become more present in our relationships. We can become more present with our partners. We can become more present in our career or our businesses. So disassociating is something that happens with trauma, um, but you can return back to the body through a bunch of practices, which I'm going to share with you at the end. Okay, the next one is letting others make decisions. So this also ties into not trusting yourself. This is like, you know, I had actually, it's funny, I had an experience of this showing up for me recently where I started working with a mentor. This is a while back um, and I filled out the application and blah, blah, blah. And I wanted to work with her one-on-one and she suggested that I actually do her course instead. And there was this moment for me where I was like, huh, like, I mean, I guess, like, I guess if that's like what she's suggesting, but ultimately I did want to work with her one-on-one. That's why I applied to one-on-one. And in that moment, I, I guess I was just in a weird headspace, but in that moment I was like, okay, yeah. Like if you, if you think that's what's best and that right there, that moment of, oh, if you think that's what's best, that was me not trusting myself. That was me basically outsourcing my power to her and just being like, oh, okay. Like, you know, what's best. Yeah, sure. But in actuality, I wanted the one-on-one support. And so like lesson learned, it's a really powerful lesson for me in, in having even deeper self-trust. Um, but this is also a result of the fallen trauma response, right? Letting other people make decisions for you. Um, number, what number one, two, four, six, eight. Okay. 
Number nine, going along with what others believe without checking in on yourself first, right? This was me in high school and college, like to a T. <laughs> I would always just go with the flow. I was always just kind of this chameleon. Um, I wanted to fit in, right? I wanted to just do what everyone else was doing. And that was just how I lived my life. Like I didn't, I didn't have beliefs. I didn't even have opinions. I didn't even know what I believed. I was just like, hmm, do, 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 right? Because I'm going to explain why that is in the, in a second, but I just went along with what everyone else believed. So if that's you, that is a sign of the fallen trauma response. And the last one is you are so focused on what other people should be doing instead of focusing on your own needs. And this often happens in intimate relationships or close friendships where you are either micromanaging or trying to control other people's reactions or experiences or um, habits or whatever. You're so fixated on their stuff instead of focusing on you. Instead of showing up for yourself, you are trying to control, right? And fix and you're talking about and whatever you're spending energy on them. And that is also a recipe for exhaustion, for burnout, for frustration, for deteriorating friendships and relationships that can really, really harm your relationship with your partner. It can harm your friendships. It really, really can fuck you up. And I have been there oh so deeply, um, especially my relationship with Kurt. It's actually really where most of my healing around this has come from is actually having him as a mirror to see wow I was so focused on him instead of focusing on my own needs and that really happened so much in relationship Um, it wasn't for me that much in friendship it was more so in relationship where I wanted I was just so observant and um, hyper vigilant about him but I wasn't actually focused on showing up for myself all right so that is the fawn trauma response in a nutshell so depending on how many of those you can relate to, if you relate to any of them, it means that you still are working on it, right? Maybe you haven't even ever heard of this term and you're like, holy shitballs, this is literally me, right? I don't want you to feel bad. Um, I actually want you to feel empowered that you know now what is going on in your life. And this is one of the main things that actually caused me to create my program on Unstoppable University because I didn't know the name for this. And when I realized that so many of these patterns were connected, I was like, oh my God, so many of the clients I've worked with, this has been their exact story, but we've just been taking taking it with these individual approaches. Like, oh, you also people please. Oh, you, you know, you're scared to say no. Oh, you avoid conflict. Oh, you're scared of being judged. Oh, oh, oh. When so much of this is the fawn trauma response. So it's kind of like when I've shared with you when I got my ADHD diagnosis it empowered me it gave me um like a a name for what was going on and instead of feeling like what is going like what is wrong with me or this like this perpetual feeling of like oh my gosh I don't even know like how to make myself better putting uh, a name to it I like to say like once you name it you can tame it and I truly believe that once you name this, you can tame it and you can heal it. Okay. So that is a fond trauma response. Now I want to talk to you about where it comes from 
and how to heal it. So basically the fawn response, it's a coping mechanism. It is something that we learn as kids when our environment is not the safest or the most predictable. This can look like a parent going in and out of the home. Um, This could look like a divorce. This could look like um, a parent with alcoholism or um, some sort of addiction. This could look like a parent being a complete workaholic and not being there emotionally for you. Um, This could be you're a child of abuse. You've had a lot of chaos in the household. And so basically what happens is we dismiss our own needs and focus on the needs of others. So typically in a relationship where both of your caregivers or your parents, um, if one of them is more, let's say, unstable or chaotic, uh, you will like subconsciously try to make the other one feel better. And that is what ends up ultimately leading to all of these things. So if your parents were emotionally absent or in chaos or even super um, authoritarian, like they're just really demanding, like militant in a way, we unconsciously learn to avoid conflict and be as easy as possible to not add more chaos, right? And this is actually a beautiful coping mechanism. Think about it. As kids, we're that smart to be like, oh, we don't want to add to more of the chaos. I'm just going to sit still, be quiet, not speak up. We don't want to cause more conflict, right? Because that's going to create even more harsh conditions. Why would we ever want to make it harder for ourselves? So as kids, that's what we do, right? And if we don't heal that, which most of us don't, we go into adulthood repeating these same patterns. We basically end up like little kids, but in adulthood with these patterns that are completely fucking us over, right? So people that are fawn, if you are a fawn, Often you're a people pleaser, right? And you're very consumed with what others think of you. And this goes back to you trying to be a good girl or the nice girl or the one that doesn't cause chaos in childhood to keep the peace, right? So this is where this people pleasing and this fear of judgment, fear of criticism comes from is you're still basically living through your inner child. Your inner child is just scared, right? She's in a trauma response. So she can't be her most authentic self. She can't be her most self-expressed self because she's literally living in the past, right? Hi, it's me, Sam. I know I'm interrupting your episode, but I promise it'll be quick. Have you ever felt like the black sheep or like you didn't quite fit in? Maybe you've been craving a community of like-minded women who just get you where you don't have to explain yourself and you can just be you. Well, this is why I created the Conscious Creators Community. I know you might also have ADHD or be super multi-passionate like me. And inside CCC, you are going to finally feel normal like you found your people. Look, if you are interested and want to know more details, just press pause on the episode and scroll down a little bit to the show notes. You're going to see the link that says DM me. Click that link and message me. Then I can voice memo you and connect more with you over on Instagram and we can make it happen. Look, I know you're going to get distracted because I know how you are. So just do me a favor, pause the episode and DM me before you forget. I'm so excited to hear from you and chat with you in the DMs. Okay, that's all I wanted to let you know about. Let's get back to the episode now. So this is the fawn trauma response in a nutshell. And I'm going to share with you the things that have helped me heal from this and that can help you um, and that you can go on and heal from this because this is literally completely fucking over so many women. And I think that so many women 
get validated on oh like she's so nice or oh my god yeah she's so selfless like she does everything for everyone else i'm sorry but that is not a compliment because that woman is fucking exhausted she probably has health issues she's probably really actually struggling internally because she's always giving and worrying about everyone else except herself okay and if that is you i'm calling you out because this is going to change your freaking life because you do you deserve to be happy too you deserve to be successful you deserve to be loved you deserve to be yourself right it's just that simple so how to heal from the trauma response i am going to give you about six to eight things that i have done that you can do and it's going to change your life okay number one is start saying no without over explaining or apologizing holy shit balls how many times do you say sorry i'm so sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry you're always apologizing you're always apologizing i want you to just say no and just period right that's you setting a boundary unapologetically you don't need to apologize you don't need to over explain if someone doesn't understand right or someone doesn't receive the no that is their shit right that's their shit number two is notice what is a yes versus a no in your body what does a yes feel like, right? Maybe you don't even know this because you've been so dissociated from your body, but this is a skill you get to practice. What is a yes versus what is a no? A yes for me personally feels really expansive. It feels like my whole front of my body is like opening up, like, ha, like I'm giving life a hug. A no feels like I am saying small, I'm constricted, and I'm like, ugh, like it doesn't feel good in my body. Right? A yes feels great, a no does not feel good, and that is how you're going to start connecting back to your body and to your intuition. Okay, number three is create a boundary with someone who feels safe. I am all for going slow with the healing process. You do not want to rush your healing. I'm pretty sure that's like a Trevor Hall song, but <laughs> you don't want to rush your healing because your nervous system, which is the thing that's keeping you either, you know, in a trauma response or not, um, it has had decades of the same thing. And if all of a sudden you just completely change how you show up, you're going to sabotage yourself and you're going to actually do like crazy shit. So I want you to go slow with everything I'm telling you, but especially this one create a boundary with somebody who feels safe so this could be a partner this could be a friend basically you're just gonna tell somebody no you're just gonna say you know what tonight i'm gonna stay in thank you though period no sorry no over explaining just say no <laughs> or if somebody crosses your boundary you can say maybe it's not in that moment maybe you need some time to step away and digest the experience but you know, if someone says something about you or if someone does something to you that you're just not cool with, right? Instead of reacting in the moment, take a deep breath, walk away, and then gather your thoughts and either send them a text or ask to meet them in person and say, hey, I wanted to talk to you about something that you said that really hurt me or upset me, right? Part of this requires vulnerability, but I guarantee you, you're going to feel so much more amazing doing this for yourself, right? And you're going to set the boundary. You're going to say it was not okay what you did, or it's not okay what you said. I'm not, I'm, I'm not like allowing that in my life. I'm not available for that. I don't want to be treated like that. And if you continue doing that, like we either can't be friends or we need to, we need to figure out some sort of solution. And this needs to come from a grounded place. I want you to set boundaries and have these hard conversations from a grounded place, not from an emotionally reactive place. That's the last place you want to have one of these 
like convos from because then you're just going to be all in your feels and it's not actually going to come from a true from your truth so get grounded and then set a boundary with somebody who feels safe Um, Number four is you want to get clear on your core values. I have talked about this on the podcast before, but getting clear on your core values is so important because then you can actually know what matters to you, right? I think a lot of people walk around completely unconscious, right? And once you start to wake up and once you start on your spiritual journey and your spiritual path and you wake up to actually discovering who you are and not who you were basically morphed and formed to be through programming and childhood and parents and whatever, right? you got to get clear on your core values. You actually have to get clear on what matters to you. So personally for me, what matters to me the most is health, spirituality, truth, honesty, authenticity, right? Those are like some of my core values. Um, I would say adventure as well and travel, um, building wealth. Like I, I think those are like my top values, like right off the top of my head. Um, But in my course, I have a list of all the core values and you basically go through and you're going to pick whichever ones are your core values. And this may seem like a really simple exercise because you're like, okay, why does this actually matter? But I've had clients be like, that was one of the most powerful exercises I've ever done because I've never thought of my life like that. I've never actually stepped back to ask myself what matters to me because you've been so focused on the needs of others, right? So this is a really powerful exercise for you to get clear on who you are and what you want and what matters so that you stop saying yes to things that actually aren't in alignment with those values okay that's how you start to build this really unapologetic confidence and you can clearly say yes or no because it's either supporting you in your core values or it's not and if it's not it's a no all right um number five yeah number five is establishing your non-negotiables and daily needs oh my gosh as somebody with adhd i cannot express the importance of this one If you do not know what you need in a day, in a week, in a month, oh God, I was once this person and there's no shame if you're here. Like I, I say, oh God, because I know that feeling of chaos and just utter, yeah, just utter chaos where you don't even know what the heck you need. You're just, you're like, I just need a fucking nap. I don't even know what I need. Right. I want you to start getting clear on your non-negotiables and daily needs. Basically, what this means is what do you need in a day to have your head hit the pillow at night so that you feel good about yourself, right? This could look like I need a gallon of water. I need to go for a daily walk. I need to eat vegetables every day. I need to have one piece of fruit every day. Um, I need to get seven to nine hours of sleep. I need to journal. I need to dance. I need to make content. If you're a content creator, I need to show up to work. If you're working in a nine to five, like what do you need, right? Do you have some other things that are going on other goals? Like, do you need to have a daily money date? Like what are these things that are going to make you feel in control of your life? You need to get clear on those. And then in terms of your weekly needs, what do you need to do every week? Does this look like going grocery shopping? Like, does this look like, okay, three times a week I need to work out. Okay, twice a week I need to do yoga. Whatever your your stuff is. But figuring out what your daily and weekly and even monthly needs are so that you have some structure. Like, structure is going to be so important for you 
especially if you're multi-passionate and ADHD like me, like structure is hands down the most important thing that you can do for yourself. Without structure, you are going to be all over the place. And I think that's why, especially for me being an entrepreneur, um, it is one of my missions is to really help other women who either are ADD, suspect they are, um, or just super multi-passionate and have a lot going on really master structure because you know in school growing up we have the structure right we're going to class or we have assignments due or blah 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 but when we're entrepreneurs or even if we're not even if we're working on a side project and you're in a nine to five guess what you need structure you still do you need structure in order to be able to relax without the structure without the systems you won't be able to relax with actually having inner peace so you want to really establish your non-negotiables daily weekly and monthly needs give yourself some structure that's going to be so huge for you okay the next one is girl you got to stand up for yourself and share your feelings sharing your feelings can start with your journal and yourself and then it can start with somebody that you trust and this is honestly what has changed my world i have the most incredible partner i've talked about kurt a lot on this podcast um but you know he lets me share everything and never ever ever makes me feel shame about anything i am going through he always is there for me and holds space for me and if your partner does that does not do that i mean that's a conversation for a different day but i want you to know that you deserve that too you deserve somebody who treats you like a queen who holds space for you who supports you right who truly loves you and knows that whatever you're going through does not define you so i want you to stand up for yourself i want you to really start setting more boundaries and knowing that you are worth it you totally are worth it of course you are I share this stat so much on the podcast because it's really the thing that has helped me believe I'm worth it, which is like the odds of you being alive are one in 400 trillion. Do you not know how much of a miracle you are? Like, of course you're worth it. you got to stand up for yourself or else nobody else will, right? So you are worth standing up for yourself. You are worth protecting your energy and showing up for yourself. And the last one is embody your queen archetype. Now, I don't think I've done a podcast episode on the feminine archetypes, but I definitely will. Um, I might even do a YouTube video, actually, because I think it would be more fun that way to show um, like on screen like what it looks like, um, like a picture to accompany each archetype. But basically, your queen archetype is the one that is going to make you feel just so freaking empowered it is all about sovereignty and showing up for your highest self leadership um you're leading and inspiring both your partner and the people around you right this is truly like the ultimate um the ultimate archetype where you are so aware and you are so conscious of who you are and how you show up in the world. Um, and it's so beautiful. There's so much devotion to your partner, devotion to your work, devotion to yourself. And honestly, the queen archetype is the one that I'm the most obsessed with because I really feel like that's the journey for most women is moving from maybe this idea of this princess, um, which is kind of like the victim to moving into the queen, which is really owning her power, owning her truth, owning her leadership and knowing she's a fucking boss. Okay. So that, those are the seven things that I have done and that I encourage you to do for, to heal from the fond trauma response. If you want to go deeper with this, if you want the tools to unpack all of this and to really heal 
this to really heal the people pleasing, the not trusting yourself, the avoiding conflicts, right? The lack of boundaries uh, and the focusing on what other people need to do or getting them together instead of pouring the energy into yourself. I definitely invite you to get on the waitlist for Unstoppable University. Like I shared at the beginning, um, the waitlist is going to get a discount, which I love giving a good discount, you know? So you're going to get that discount. And this is a culmination of the past like seven years of healing and personal development work that I have done on myself. This, this is all through learned experience and also having incredible mentors and teachers in this space. And I want to give you these tools because with these tools, you are going to step into your life feeling completely unstoppable. It's why it's called Unstoppable University. We uncover all the things that are holding you back from feeling unstoppable. We help you discover and find out who your most unstoppable self is. So figuring out your core values, right? Your desires, your non-negotiables, your hobbies, what your inner child loves to do that you haven't been doing lately, right? And then embodying her, stepping into her and really owning the most unstoppable version of you consistently, right? Showing up with your habits and your practices and all of the things that are going to take you from feeling victim or insecure or just confused or stuck with your life. Like you don't know who you are and you don't even know what you want into a place of so much clarity so much confidence and connection to your deeper purpose, your potential, and your deep why. Okay, so you can head over to my website, www.balancewithsam.com slash UU, like the letter U, UU waitlist, and you can get yourself on the waitlist to get a discount. This program is the most transformational program I have ever created, um, and I don't say that lightly. It is the bread and butter of all of my coaching, my one-on-one coaching, and my membership. It's like this is the crux of what I teach. So if you want it all in one place and you want all of the goodies, all the tools, this is going to be the place for you. I am so, so excited for you to be inside, and I am so excited to see which and all of you that join me. Alrighty, I will catch you on the next episode. And if you love this episode, screenshot it, share it on your story, and let me know what your biggest takeaway was. That is how the podcast grows. And we have been growing. Um, I've recently been checking the stats and it is so cool to see the numbers go up and up and up and up. I think the last time I checked, we had, we're over 130,000 listens like guys that is so crazy and this podcast has evolved so much and I just want to say so I just want to give you so much gratitude and thanks to you because without you without you listening I would not be recording um this is one of my favorite ways to share content I just absolutely love speaking to you and if this episode served you in any way please screenshot it tag me and let me know what your biggest takeaway is And I hope you have an incredible rest of your week. I love you so much and I will catch you on the next episode. Bye.